The Damaged Goods Podcast. There's no incra, what do you call it? Incriminations here, dude. There's no incriminations. When I ask you to bring the mic close to you, don't worry, there's no, it's not like a wire. This is, we're just natural delinquents doing naturally delinquently sh- delinquenting. Is that's not a verb, delinquenting? Natural delinquents. <laughs> I like that term. I like that you said you came to get on my level today, but I, I just because I looked the part of being high. That's funny. But ju- you can't judge a book by its cover. They tell you that when you're little. I kind of think you have to sometimes judge a book a little by its cover if all you're given to go off is the cover, right? So if you see me, you come over to cut my hair today. And to podcast, and I walk out of the room with my eyes that are swollen like I've been in a boxing match. And uh, if they red sh- and bloodshot in my mind, waters elsewhere, you might be led to believe I'm under the influence of a cannabis like flower. But you still are. Oh, or, I am and now. Or ed- and or edible residue. <laughs> I was, I, I had to there. get on your level. Well, what about like you're going to cut somebody's hair, and maybe it's something you don't like, you've never cut their hair before, and it's a quick, like, paid job, you know, some celebrity client that you get often and but it's some new dude and you just have to kind of you don't know i don't know you get, you have to judge a little bit off of just what you see right right so sometimes you have to judge a book by its cover a little yeah. bit right yeah you have to i mean what survival instinct you gotta be able to see you gotta know who's coming at you you walk down the street like <laughs> yeah. are they coming to yeah if if you, you gotta be able to read people at least that much you know if you listeners could read with your eyes right now my man ronnie mccoy right here who is who is the the greatest barber in the lands um, looks so he looks so cool like how you sound right now because he's got a trucker hat on his hair has gotten longer and it's like you know when you wear a hat when you have long hair and it kind of curls it pops out the sides all cool like with the mustachey beard you look like set late seventies early eighties Detroit right now that's right yeah okay. I know rapping dude I love all it right, all right all right yeah. sound like my look like a, my grandpa right now that's do you do you bear a striking resemblance to the man yeah of course <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, my grandpa I don't and my like great either. grandfather too. I look, like, I look like my uncle, my mom's baby brother, but none of my grandfather. Because you, know, it's hard to tell. Yeah. My grandparents were old when I look at them, so I was like, I don't see. I think once you hit like sixty, you look different. Like, sure. if I've never seen you with like you know thick hair and darker and not wrinkles and shit and glasses, right, right. you know, because you're a senior. Like, I don't know what you used to look like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, dude. Damn, Do it's you, hard to look at somebody in reverse, huh? Yeah. You could imagine what people would look like older. I'm so scared that one of us, because we're both like you know really straight-minded, we're both not under the influence of cannabis. Uh, we have hot teas right here on this table. I'm afraid one of us is going to forget that they're scalding, scalding the cauldrons of sc- yeah, dude. That's so. what I'm saying. One of us is not going to look, maybe me, and grab it and. Oh no! Yeah, no, don't do it. Stop each other. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I know, like it's. You probably you ever like you know you could maybe up in your early stages of being a barber, mm-hmm. like all things when you're learning. Maybe you know so you might a cut or a nick on a client. Have you ever like fucked up though cut like yourself? Because I feel like that'd be worse. Because your hands, right? You can't even afford fuck myself up. You mean yeah? Doing a cut? You yeah, can't afford to burn or cut your hands though when you're cutting. Because doesn't it just like hinder your ability to give a good cut in the future, right? Oh yeah, if you fuck your hands up like that, but I mean, I've cut myself plenty of times with the scissors when they're sharp and yeah, they're get brand that new. Mic up in there, dude. Yeah, there you when go. they're sharp and they're brand new, they're quite sharp. They're right here, right in between the knuckles. If you if you the, cut uh, hair for years, yeah, right here. If you, here, were, if you all had this shit creature of the black lagoon webbing hands, imagine cutting your webbing with a scissor. Jesus. Mm-mm. But like all of them right there, and on your first knuckle, like on your second finger. All of that's gonna have. What's stars a played out there. tattoo that barbers get on their hands or fingers? Damn, that's have funny. you seen? Have you seen one that on like more than one? Putting barber? a barber pole on your finger. Is that played out? I don't know. I'm not I a barber. Know. 
I guess. Have you seen more than one of those? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every th- everything like in surf surfer dudes like there's this this one wave. If I showed it to you in a picture, you'd be like, "Oh, I've seen that wave tattooed on." Yeah. Many. It's very simple, and you know it can go on any part of the body. And all surfers get it. Not all, but it's common. And it's not a bad. <laughs> it's not a knock. It's almost like you. It's not like you think, "Oh, I'm the first guy who got this tattoo," but it's kind of common amongst that. I don't know for writers. I don't know if there's a fucking maybe. I've seen a couple of dudes with like typewriters. Which is cool. Yeah. I I live oh, in 2022, so you got the oh, barber shears. Like that's what I'm saying. Like where do you? What, but what, you what actually you use in the those, razor, bro. the clipper. But you use that razor. I mean, you're going to use that on me later. Those things. The barber, like a writer with a, a typewriter. You, it's 2022. You got a MacBook. You don't have one of these giant lugged out ones. I will have a barber pole. I'm talking shit. You here. didn't have a barber pole in your spot though. <laughs> like just like the stuff. Yeah. That the, yeah. Why is the red and white stripe thing the the candy cane? Why is the candy cane associated with barbarism? That's not a word either. <laughs> back in the day, they did bloodletting or something. They did other services, and the the red and white was the blood, like the little bandages. They wrap them around the pole outside the building, so you know that that's what they did there. Really? But the red and the blue, uh, like I guess the blue is for when the blood was fresh or whatever. Oh, and so it's it not red, red and white. It's red, or is it red, white, and blue? There's red and white, and then there's the red, blue, and white. Yeah. Oh man, I just thought it was I. I like the backstory. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. What do you mean bloodletting? Uh, like, like, is that? They did a bunch of other shit. Like, uh, what, like man, uh, I got. I haven't studied this shit in a long time. I mean, don't worry. This isn't a quiz. Uh, did you have it to feels study like that a to quiz. get <laughs> No, 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 no. When I was in high school, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in high school, I did a report on barbering because you know, whatever. I was super into cutting hair already at fourteen, and then uh, yeah, so. I did the report on it and found out first barber was in Egypt. Name was like Matamai or something like that. And then they had the barber pole shit. They did like bloodletting and they then? put leeches on people and shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that, yeah. They would, yeah. Have All you ever had a leech shit. on you before? No, thank God. I have, but I never burned them off. Yeah, you say you got to burn them off. Yeah, that's crazy though. I mean, growing up in Michigan, fucking been in plenty of lakes and shit, like yeah. walking through seaweed and all kinds of like shit. Like blood, like the leech something. thing was like, yeah, that's how you they would get poison out or sex stuff, right? They to, to suck out the bad blood. Supposedly, yeah. or that's why they would they would cut you and just like let you bleed. Oh man, that was the bloodletting. God, man, crazy oh. shit. That's crazy. You were like in the being a barber at like 14, 15. 14, I did my first haircut. How was it? And what was it? A number two all over. With the lineup, that was it. That's it. One one clipper. I used the taper switch. I closed the taper switch to do the lineup. And then my homie was like, all right, you cut my hair from now on. How'd it look? It was good. I mean, it was just a two all over. It's so easy. Just fresh out the gate. <laughs> with, the, with the little natural natural cleanup, little lineup on it. But he was going to cut it himself. So it was like, that he was better than. Beard, though, huh? Nah, nothing like that. He had no beard. He <laughs> was 14, know, bro. I don't know, dude. I had an Indian yeah, friend at 14. Hair. You right, right. It's Mexican dude. Hair. My homie Ruben. Do you think this is safe yet, this tea? No, nah. I still, I still, I see steam arising from yours as well as mine. Yeah, we don't have medical services. I almost wanted goods. to take a drink, but I went for the water instead because that that smart water choice voice, that water choice voice is uh, my main man, the barber extraordinaire, Ronnie McCoy, here on Damaged Goods, telling you that he's been passionate about his skill and his craft early. I I know maybe one other dude who was a barber <clears throat> who, at an early age, was like, "Yo, I'm into this shit." A lot of dudes I know who became barbers. Not late in the game, but like in the high, halfway in their twenties, yeah. you know, where like I think it's I think it's like my man Mr. B is the only other dude I know who got into being a barber when we were like I mean I'm younger than him, but when yeah. we were young, 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 yeah, fourteen. I, uh, Here, keep this close to you. Baby. My my grandfather, uh, 
My grandfather was a barber. Oh, and then my mom told me his dad cut hair too. And then his brothers cut hair. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, so it's a family thing. She's like, yeah, we have a bunch of barbershops in, in Michigan. Your grandpa had a barbershop in, I mean, in uh, Texas. Your grandpa had a barbershop in Michigan too at one point when you're, when he was with my grandma. And then, um, so fourth generation. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. Like, that's so why did I felt it, good. Did it give you more motivation to go following it? Yeah, definitely. I had a cousin that was doing uh, like makeup and special effects and stuff like that for movies and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to be able to cut hair for people on TV or something like that. Like, that was the idea when I was like 16. It's like, oh, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to cut celebrities. That's how I'm going to make the most money. You know what I mean? Cutting hair. And now you you have a client list that's like all these dudes you see on like celebrity magazines and then me at the bottom. But, (laughs) But he's got all this, like, you got these crazy, you're like literally like a barber to the stars uh we don't have to name drop but i mean that's crazy though that back then you were planting the seeds and then it was like that it went back that many generations sometimes i feel like with with something that's in the family like a profession like that it's only going to do one of two things it's going to do like nah you know okay my my dad and my father and my uncles all did this mm-hmm. they were firemen i don't want to be a fireman i'm going to go do some other shit just cause, mm-hmm. or it's gonna be like I'm carry on tradition. Man, you know? It wasn't even like that. I just did it, and then I was like, "Oh, it felt okay. It felt like good it. because my family does this." And then I go down there, and I, they they are like my I went down. I've only met my grandpa like twice. I mean, I talked to him on the phone growing up all the time or whatever. But yeah, he lived in Texas in San Antonio. So then when uh, I went down there and, and you know met him and was hanging out with him at the barbershop at his barbershop, seeing him and his brother and his nephew and like you know everybody in there cutting hair. My uncle cutting it hair. Felt like naturally, and I was right? like, oh, this is dope. Yeah, like my family's been doing this That's forever. That's pretty cool, man. Damn, dude. That's kind of I'm kind of jealous now. I mean, I uh, well, yeah. yeah. So that was at like. What, 15 I uh, went down there and they were all real proud that I was doing it and I was like okay that you were we'll taking on the, the craft that's yeah. been in the family for a while yeah and I'm, I'm just I was a little hustler man I was mowing lawns and drawing pictures and like Dude. painting stuff for people paint shoes and stuff in high school just to make money you had many uh, so I started cutting hair and I was like it's over I seen I my, my barber pull out a knot to give me change one time and I was oh. like that's a good motivating factor. Light you bulb see went off. Getting paid and, and for what it is. He was like he's standing in the air condition, mind you. When I was fourteen and I did that first haircut that summer, I was doing roofing oh, with God. my homie Ruben. His dad had a, a roofing and siding roofing, business. Ruben's roofing. <laughs> and then and then we were doing that, and I'm on the roof doing that and it's, making good money or whatever for young. Balls and it's bro, dangerous. Bro, it's super dangerous. Michigan, you super got the bugs hot, flying fucking around. Bees everywhere and shit. Wasp nuts, all types of slipping on the roof, almost falling off. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Very dangerous and it's hot as balls. So the contrast of thinking of AC? that and then looking at this guy in the air conditioner with yeah. this knot of money in his pocket and he's fresh, you know what I mean? <laughs> has cool clothes on and shit. The air conditioning is a big. And when I was young, it was like you'd have to go work in a bank or a hospital to be yeah. working in air conditioning you know that's it's crazy because you you say that you you know i was a little hustler i was drawing things mowing lawns and the the ronnie i know is is the barber extraordinaire but that trait in you is still pretty prevalent you know you are still hustling and you have always like a lot of um you know people will say the word side hustle i don't know i think it's even bigger than that these aren't like little side hustles side hustle now would be mowing lawns in the the gap right you're just you've branched out you've diversified your bonds if you will in the words of rizza you know you've 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 you 
I mean, talk about the things other than just cutting fucking famous people's and Jake the Snake's hair that you uh, you do right now. A lot of the other stuff that I'm working on currently is just based in in a hobby, really. You know, just something that I want to do outside of cutting hair. Just something that, you know, just fulfill my own desires of being yeah, scratch me. your artistic itches. Yeah. yeah, being an artist, period. Creating but these, things. these things bring revenue, though. These are creative these things can bus- bring revenue, yeah, and then business ventures too. you know, being around all the shit I'm around, the people that I cut, and like seeing how they built their empires from the inside out over time and everything. It's like, oh, okay, I've learned a lot. So apply all this shit now, and now I'm working on. Uh, my own brand. It's just like a, a multimedia, like across all things, photography, um, shit. It can be fashion. It can be products. It can be fucking home goods, all different types of shit, whatever. Just creative outlet overall. Uh, another little brand. Drop the name on that later. Yeah. And that shit's going to be something cool. Um, other than that, um, it's getting in more into like creative uh like creative uh creative directing like type shit working on creative teams with people and helping bring ideas to life and and, and almost like a consultant of sorts of sorts yeah i mean just being like in the middle of all of this man you learn so much like being in the middle of uh i mean shit dude i work with tyler creator i work with big sean i work with asap rocky like fuck it (laughs) not trying to name drop but like being around these guys you know what i mean like super duper inspiring just to see tyler draw something on a piece of paper and then three years later i'm pulling up to this pop-up and i'm like i'm looking at it and i have i have like a photographic memory and it just like triggered and i'm looking at this picture on his wall and like mind you this is all his stuff so i don't say nothing to him about it we don't talk about it or whatever just you know respecting his space and not being nosy and all in his business, but then to be able to pull up three la- three years later to this drawing I seen on a fucking wall was crazy because it hit me. I was like, that was the drawing. And he was like, yeah. I was like, dog, this is so dope. Like, It was crazy. A pop-up in Malibu for his uh, LaFleur, Golf LaFleur brand. That's ill, dude. Shit was crazy. How'd you get plugged in with Tyler and, and all those uh, future cats? Uh, I got plugged in with Tyler, man. My homie Shane, Shane Armstrong, grew up in Hawthorne with Tyler when they were teenagers skateboarding at the dirt, at the skate park, and uh, they they were cool. Shane got in trouble in California, moved back to Michigan, so this is how we meet. I met him in a barbershop of all places, actually. Fitting. His dad, his dad uh, got cut by the same guy as me, and so did he or whatever. We had the same barber, and so we met, and then he you know, whatever we connected on MySpace or whatever it was back then. And then uh, Facebook or some shit. And then fast forward, he moves back to Michigan because he got in trouble in California. He's like 17. We go to the same high school. We live like two blocks away from each other. We become good friends. And he grew up with Tyler. So he's showing me, you know, what's going on in California. These guys are doing this. These guys are doing that. This is like the streetwear shit. This is the skateboard shit. This is what's going on in fashion. He's just teaching me everything, and I'm, like, super into it. So, you know, I wanted to move to L.A. already before I met him. I already had that idea. So I'm like, here it goes. This is how we, you know saying? This is how we bring that to life. And uh, he introduced me to Tyler in Michigan when Tyler was on his, like, second tour um, in 2011 in Royal Oak, Michigan. Went, hung out, kicked it. Went to McDonald's with fucking him and Jasper in the car and, and whatever, hung out, took some pictures. From that point forward, 
start seeing Tyler when we'd come to LA, go hang out at the store on Fairfax, mm-hmm. pull up on him while he was filming Loiter Squad, whatever, just kick it every now and again. Man, it took, I moved to LA in 2014. I didn't cut Tyler's hair for the first time until like 2017. I think it was for the, I think it was for the Grammys. Uh, when he had the album Flower Boy, it took some Boy time. Out. Like, well, not that like to say laying foundation, but foundation needs. There to was build a lot naturally. of yeah, yeah. There was a lot of work that needed to be done between meeting him in in Detroit or and right also outside where Detroit. you were at right before you you shoot that shot per se. You know you want to oh, put your best man, foot forward, so you want to be. When I met point, him, right? Yeah, when I met him the very first time, I'm like, hey, I'm young. I don't got no kids at the time. I had no kids or nothing. I wasn't tied down to nothing. I told him, I was like, I'm a barber. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing to travel, go on the road, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, blah, blah, blah. And I let him know. And he was like, oh, cool. Here, t- give me your number. That's and that was way back 2011. Fast forward 2017, I started cutting his hair. And yeah. here we are now, 2022, shit. about to be 23. And Fucking shit. Been cutting oh, Tyler God. for a long time. Him, everybody, the whole crew. That became like my, my friend group in Hollywood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you already know, part of the process on the way to getting there was years, you know what I mean? Years of me being in LA, I finally moved to LA in 2014. Um, was it 2014, 2013, whatever. Moved here and then my journey here began. What, worked eight months at a barbershop in Redondo Beach and then- That's before the chop shop? And then I moved to the chop shop. So you were you were cutting at the chop shop when I before I met you when I was getting my hair cut by the other dude whose name is now escaping me. Um, but you were at the chop shop for a yeah. little bit. No, I, yeah, yeah, I was at the chop shop for two and a half years. Yeah. So like, I mean, almost three years to get. You know, you meet people and like 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 Tyler, Sean, these dudes, and it's not like from right off rip. You know, maybe you're cutting their hair and then yeah. and then getting spread even more. You know, big clients, but it takes a keen eye. I think I think there's a skill in this to to recognizing opportunities, but also knowing how to capitalize on them. And I I hate using the word capitalize because it makes you sound like it sounds like capitalism and, and <laughs> money. But I mean, you're turning opportunities, relationships, really yeah. into opportunities that are into successes in more than just the financial sense for your career, but it, it expands your reach where you can do all these other artistic endeavors mm-hmm. that are still related to your your business of being a great barber. And you're spreading your your name and your reputation, mm-hmm. but it takes like a, I think there's a skill to to seeing the opportunity. That's one, but seeing it and, and capitalizing it and knowing when to, because it's like you only get one shot with certain things, or you know. So it's like now is not the right time. You got to have patience, and it's it's kind of ill that seems you you possess that that skill. Uh, oh you've used man, it, like used it to your benefit, and 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 I mean this in an honest way, you know, yeah. like just seeing the right times to do shit. Like now nah, I'm gonna keep this on the low for a little bit. This is what yeah. I'm working on. Okay, and then when it's ready, I show it to these dudes. And since I got a good rapport with this guy, yeah. I cut you know, maybe because I'm cutting Sean's hair all the time, and he puts me in the word, the name of this dude or whatever. Right, it just right, 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 right. It's very, yes, it's very calculated. You know like what I mean? Like a regular Nico Malcavelli, bro, dude. <laughs> hey, little Sun Tzu in like it's, here, it's, it's calculated, but like you said, it's not in like a way where it's... Not a, yeah, it's not... This is not for no me. No ill intent. Power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just anybody who, who who's passionate about what they do and wants to keep doing more has to kind of have a mind like that yeah. and you you seem like you do it's fucking ill well only time will tell i've I recently realized that like it's about what you do not what you say you want to do or like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it's not it's also not about proving yourself and like how you're going about it it's not about that either i'm not i don't have to sit here and tell you everything i'm doing and how i'm going to do it step by step and then like 
lay that out and do it just like that. For me, my process is different. Like I don't, I don't put pressure on myself to do it that way. I know the steps. I know the process, but it's a that know, that just knowing what's gonna happen, that faith of like everything working out yeah. some way, somehow, when it just seems so unrealistic to look at it like that, but it's not because it's very calculated. Like I have all the steps in my head drawn out, you know what I mean? And they're happening. Mm. It's, it's happening because I know it's happening. Mm. I believe it's happening, so it's making it come to me. So do you never, I mean, I'm just throwing, throwing out like, um, so say, say that uh, one of your new ventures, mm-hmm. not just like the coding hair thing, but you're never putting pressure on yourself like, man, I really like to have these, making this up, these samples of these t-shirts or these windbreakers mm-hmm. by this date, or I really like to have this hair product thing ready to go. Right. Like, do you never put pressure on the deadlines or like, no. just so it can time out with this? Yeah. Do you I never... don't have the money to put pressure on myself oh, okay. like that, oh, right. first yeah. of all. <laughs> but you, like, but you, the I idea bet you, is... could, you could round up some pretty uh, spiffy investors. I could definitely do that, your, but that's the thing decks. too. Right. So then everyone's like, oh, you could have, you could just tell somebody, tell this person, that person, they'll help you out. That's not that's not how it works either. Oh, because no, you gotta I have, have a those, business yeah. sense pitch about because it. Because I don't because I have these relationships doesn't mean I can just ask for something like that. You know what I mean? You have to prove yourself. You have to show somebody what it is and make them want to be a part of it. It's not about yeah. you know what I mean? Trying to get them to They gotta respect what you do all the time. They gotta respect what you do and how you do. You know what I mean? It's consistency over time. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. <laughs> it's the, I think that's that's the most important thing that goes with any artistic thing. It's like you know, you're a, you're a great barber, um, and there's other guys who are great barbers. And if you've ever sat in a great barber's chair who might mm-hmm. maybe lack some other qualities, that could be a long 45 minutes and an <laughs> unpleasant one. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, right? Or a picture of women who get their hair done for four hours. If you can't yeah. stand the fuck a woman doing your hair, like yeah. uh, you're going to go crazy. And so it's like how you do it, and it's how you execute all your side right. hustles, your other business right. ventures, I should say. Right. You know? I think that's a pretty, and it's a pretty confident way to roll about it, just trusting and shit. I'm like that more now than I used to be. I used to be a little more motivated and diligent because I didn't just trust. I didn't put my faith in it. I was like, dude, so I got to do as much as I can do to get this done. And and once I started relinquishing that, I'm probably less productive overall, Mm -hmm. but it's a little easier on me to be like, all right, all right, just timing. I trust this. You know, it feels a little easier. Right. Yeah. Easier on like the soul. Like I mean, are you beating yourself up? I used to beat myself up about. It. I still do actually. What am I talking about? You got to. You got to beat yourself up enough to make yourself do something. Okay, good. You know so what I mean? You to are. like, I was you know what I mean? If you're in the you're in the beating yourself up. There's a balance right? to it, definitely. That's and the like, hard part for me. The hard part, yes. And then, but then, I mean, I have an outside factor that helps me like crazy my wife like the energy that we share you know what i mean being oh, able like to help each other like and like you? yeah just like oh, she's man, on the other just, side of it like she's very like put together like she's she likes schedule schedules oh, and like oh, very organized and like mm. you know what i mean like if i tell her the steps she can write them out and be like here's the business plan you know what oh, i mean like dope, dude. You got she's the like smart. man what she's super duper smart and just really great with all of that stuff so that's been like a super secret weapon of my business really growing like ah, really 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 you being heard able it here to first take it. <laughs> ronnie's super secret now, is her everybody gets you a good a good woman or a good companion of any kind uh, like it's you know that's a tough one too to like work her back with which means she has a degree in finance like and has oh, worked so for she's major like companies she's yes. got those long glasses on and the buttons thing you know, when you come home <laughs> she's at the desk ronnie get over here we have to you have to look at this this is not adding up. she don't sound like that at all I'm just in my head i made this up for you that's funny it's you know not everybody can work like i don't work with my girl like yeah. or, i mean 
never really overlaps. I, I'll like. I'm not saying it's easy because <laughs> how my brain works versus how her brain works is that you know what I mean. You're like things, a little more like, left brain, right? She's a little more right brain. Or I don't know. I don't know, know how that works. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. No, you're on the artistic side. One of the one yeah. of the, something yeah. like that. But she, I mean, I she's been artistic as well. So there's you know. It's What's her, her her artistic uh, outlets? Um, she, like she's into Crunch pottery. <laughs> Pottery, shit my like that, ceramics. Potter, you know what I mean? Pottery, uh, potterist. She's a pottery person. My aunt's a big pottery. Yeah, person. she's trying to get into potterist? it, like potterist? doing it. You know. Yeah, that's a mess. When uh, you, like, you reenact that ghost scene, I've never even seen the hilarious. movie. I just know the Patrick. No, everybody she, knows. This. I don't need to see the movie. I know it's he's a ghost, and they fuck. She fucks a ghost in a clay pottery <laughs> scene. I see the movie without seeing the movie, dude. That's I, funny. Do you know anybody without? Like artistic uh, outlets, even if it's not their main job. Yeah. Have you, do you have any friends that like that, that are not artistic? Yeah, I have a couple, and like it seems like they have like they clock out of their job and they might make uh, good money at whatever job they do. But when they clock out, it's like there's nothing else that they want to do. So maybe they watch sports, they chill out with the homies, have some drinks. But I feel like there's got it's got to be not think, fulfilling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my my all my most homies are artistic. Most of my friends yeah. too. But I got you know I have a few friends who who like they don't you know like I don't yeah that's I don't I don't I, I mean I probably know people that aren't. I have, I always like have them. multiple outlets as well. I feel even, like maybe we wouldn't be friends for that reason though. I feel like I'm not as close to those guys as my artistic yeah. friends. We have different like you know. I don't know when you're when you're into like seeing things any way, you know what I mean? You you're able to have better conversation in my opinion. I just you can expand on things in different ways that make sense or don't make sense and still cool. I mean, like also like I'll be in like oh, I'm going to go to this gallery show or I have this other thing and like some yeah. friends will go to this and I'm like, "Nah, I'm cool on that." You yeah. know? Or you know, unless yeah. it's somebody they've heard about, you know, right, or right. like I I'll, I'll watch some like Weird ass documentary that's not like some shitty Netflix one about right. like Pepsi Cola. This is about you know some right. like travel writer in the 1920s. You know <laughs> some weird artsy shit. Uh, I'm into that. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I like I like having other ar- artistic outlets that are not just like so I write, but then I have other things that have nothing to do with my profession. I'm not making money off surfing or when I'm drawing. Yeah. You know that's just for me to do that. You know, yeah. what I mean? fucking around playing guitars for fun. It's not. I'm not trying to. I mean, I can use it to inspire side hustles like you do, but like having a having another artistic hobby or outlet that's not the main one that you do. Like yeah. you, nothing about to do with the cutting hair. I think it's just to learn more about yourself. You know what I mean? Because you have to look at you have to find a, another way to look at something. You have to find another way to to uh, make something that you don't know what it is yet. You know what I mean? So it takes your mind on a path that you've never gone before. Just gives you some new insight, and I think every time you do a piece or every time you think of something or an idea, and then you try to figure out how to bring it to life, it just uh, it's it's challenging. First of all, to like have a great idea, but then see it through, it's so challenging to oh, do it. Because you'll get halfway through and you'll be like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah. And like the ideas change, or or the circumstances around, like what's going on in the world that can have an effect on. Yeah, it. and then not even like okay, everyone wants to say that they don't follow trends and stuff like that but in a way you kind of have to (laughs) like but not to say you have to but if you want to be successful the odds of being successful will be better in your favor if you tend to follow trends but what is success to you at that well that's what i'm saying and i'm talking about if you were to measure success by the general person's consensus which is financial gain right now that's not everybody's that's not mine the times i made the most money hasn't always equated to me being the most satisfied but right. that's but that's more of an artistic look. If you're more See. of a businessman, right? Uh, 
the business person. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's that fucking bottom line. And that's, that's you know, even yeah. if you hated yourself doing it. Uh, but you, you know, you made the oh well. This quarter we crunched the numbers, Johnson, and we got it or whatever. I don't know. See, that's the side that creates just this fucking roadblock and creativity, man. Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. damn, when you start thinking about that part, and it's it's so unintentional. You're It'll like, oh, this you is off your sick. creative path to start. Okay, but how can I market this idea? Exactly. It's, well, it's going to cost me this much to make one of these or this yeah. many, or I have to make this many of them, and then how do I make sure? This many people want to buy it. That's why I like. If well, I spend those, this money on those it. posters, like uh, those prints I just did, I was like, just kills the whole I vibe. Get the, do I want to pay X amount more for the better stock? Well, if people get it, exactly. they get nice stock, they're gonna like it. But it's like, but that's gonna turn my overhead and like double it, and you know, mm -hmm. it's tough, man. It's also a like, super sick poster. Oh, thank you. <laughs> my boy, he's an artist. Uh, did it, Brendan Donnelly. Obviously, he's an artist, yeah. and you know, he goes through the same thing. Like, he's gonna do a week long gallery show, but. You get the space, but you got to put all this into it. And like, are these Man. people going to come? Is the weather good? Is there a crazy Dude. event happening the same weekend? It's going right. to take people away. Like, when you're an independent, like you know, artist, like somebody like yourself and me, like you, it's like there's no big boy, big brother helping you. Yeah. You could be artistic and work for a large entity or corporation, right? And there's a little more cushion. It's a They're little a more budget. Secured. Shit. Yeah, budget. <laughs> like, you're, it's not like make or break each yeah. project, you know? Right. It's like, it's like oh, that one worked. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that one didn't work. Whatever. I mean, I'm sure you have streaks where you're like cutting a lot of these big time dudes for big time events. Right. And then there might be a slow period. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. And Definitely. It goes up and down all the time. Like, it is really crazy, honestly, because then there's moments where it's like, damn, I can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. Which leads to another hobby another thing i'm working on what's that i'm i'm looking for barbers man i'm looking for people you, are you giving uh, me lessons later is that what you're talking about <laughs> no i'm looking for people to groom skill. man i need no, yeah i need some guys yeah, with experience yeah, yeah. i'm talking like barbers <laughs> that have been cutting hair for at least like listen up seven years plus ten years plus uh i need i need good barbers to have, i have a big idea man okay. that i, I want to share but I need some good guys around me to help me do that. And and I just want to do this for our community. I just found another way to do things. And it's not often that people share how they do what like what I'm doing or what other barbers why, do or why doing is like that? what I'm doing. They don't want to let the secret out. Well, I mean, it creates more competition in your ah, in your space. But there's you can only cut so many people's hair, and there's a lot of people that would like uh like a personal private barber service. You know what I mean? Mm. Meaning that you're on their time. Like this right now? Right. No, <laughs> exactly. No, but, no, but seriously, though. Yeah, like you're on their time. You know what I mean? You're willing to travel for them. You're willing to do all these things. So, like, that's a personal barber. Like, that's what makes it different. That's why you get paid different. Yeah. Uh, but it comes with, like, a, a different uh, etiquette, man. There's, like, a, a different level to it because you're providing a service to somebody for a... A, a, a lot of you know say a lot of money yeah. and you're on their time but you have to respect their space and respect all their things and whatever however it's going and it's not always going to go how you expect and it's not always going to go like how you want it to go mm. but you have to be able to pivot a lot less in your control when you're not in your shop they're not in your chair on your time the, and then, you, then the you don't need, i mean that's in, and that's that's the that's the uh that's the stuff that people don't think about i mean easily first of all you're going to think about you need a good chair. You need good lighting. Yeah, you need yeah. space. You need a place to set up your tools that's clean. You need to be able to clean up or whatever and do your thing. You know what I mean? And provide the best service. You, it can't be hot. It can't be kids yeah, running yeah. around and a dog Fucking keeps coming and licking you and shit. <laughs> All this stuff happens sometimes when you're doing kids. house calls, man. That's what happened during the pandemic. My whole business changed. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. this is where everything went. And uh, 
I see I see a, a way to help people that are in a similar position to me and that would like to do something like what I'm doing. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking for guys. Mm. And I've been peeping people across the whole world. And I mean, I do oh, so this, this because my, be my clients LA travel. this only thing. Nope. Because and you travel This is all time. over. So my, Why my, not make this a mobile situation? Like I said, I can't be everywhere at once. But if, my, if I got a client or I know somebody that needs a cut in Atlanta or New York or I want to be able to call somebody mm. and tell them, hey, I got this cut set up for you at this time. Here's the location. Can you make it? Boom. Simple as that. Show up on time. Be there. Do the haircut. Provide an amazing service. Mind your business, you know what I mean? Play it, keep it cool, all of that. You know, it's a whole thing, a whole, I'm going to put together a whole You have to be of a certain caliber to do, <laughs> to do that, that kind of stuff, like what you, you do, right? You got to be a, a you, special kind of person, Yeah, you can't be just honest, be, like. you might just be a good barber in a shop, but you got to be more than this, right? Oh, man. You say play it cool. I would imagine. Beyond even playing it cool. That's what I'm saying. Being, being that you cut for these dudes, like, you know, you're talking about ASAP Rocky or Nick Jonas or, you know, all around the horn of various, you know, top tier Tap to your cats. You got to play pretty cool when you're around celebrities. You know, there might be conversations happening that you're just supposed to kind of be cool about, you know? Like, I mean, of course, you sign an NDAs. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, like, and you can't be like, whoa, you can't be like jaw drop, yeah. mouth open. You got to be act like you've been yeah. there before type shit. Yeah. I'm sure you've been privy to certain things, like whether it's a, this point, a, a yeah, sketchy it's conversation like, or like a crazy business idea that's got to right. stay hush hush right. or like look at this art thing or whatever. These right. songs that aren't finished or released yet. Right. You got to be like a steel trap. So you're probably a good man to put your face. Someone's put their faith in right you, you can be trusted you have really. to i mean that's uh, that's one of the first things you i learned that in the first barbershop that i worked at just like the trust that people put in closed, you respectful to be consistent with your work to be a man of your uh, work to be on time to be you know what i mean just to, yeah. to understand your worth your value to be uh you know all of that your integrity with how you handle your business too when people are constantly late or missing appointments and disrespecting you and your time and everything like that uh, yeah. uh you know that shit when you stand up for yourself and you you set a, a standard you know what i mean for what kind of person mm. you are and how you're going to handle your business it means a lot yeah but that has to be carried throughout all the time no exceptions like have you no, ever, have no you, room have you ever had to up. fire somebody there's no room to fuck up because as soon as you fuck up now there's a check on the now they're like okay but that's let what I'm something saying. else happen. boom now another check another check uh, have fired. you ever have you up. ever had to fire somebody ha i had to fire yeah, yeah I've, i mean i've i've stopped cutting people's hair just oh so like, that's like firing a client but i mean like i don't know say in a barbershop you worked there somewhere anywhere where you had to like axe another like co-worker not like i to can't leave. cut your hair yeah to uh, a client. or sort of like nah. dude you're fired that's nah, nah, nah. I've hired people. Or maybe like an phrase, accountant. Have I, you ever nah. fired an accountant or somebody? I don't know, a business partner when your side ventures? Uh, No, never. I'm too nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get the wife for, dude. She's uh, all about the numbers. You know? It's a hard thing, man. Firing, like, because that's, that, that's going as far away from the I left would, brain, man, the, the artistic brain, as you can. It's like, this yeah. is my solely my business brain. You're bad for my business. You know, I gotta, you gotta go. It's a I tough easily one. could do it. I mean, I've, I've I haven't had to do, had it, to do a it a couple times. <laughs> I had to do it to like somebody that was was such a became such a good friend too. Yeah. I was like, this fuck. It was harder than breaking up with a girl. Yeah, but you no, know, the closest I've got to that is like a big. Here's a secret, a secret, a secret gem in in, in cutting hair. If you want to be successful, fucking secret gems. Never secret gem say no to a haircut. My barber told me that one Wait, day I was sitting there cutting never hair. Never say no. Never say no to a. Never haircut. say no. Why do you never? Why do you never? Why would you never say no? If somebody's coming in trying to get a haircut and you're a barber, that's money. 
Oh, you're okay. gonna say no to it? Oh, I like refusing service. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about say like no, no haircut, no, because a lot of barbers will be like, oh, I don't cut this type of hair, I don't cut uh, curly hair, I don't cut long hair, I don't cut straight hair, I don't cut whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever different types of hair. Some barbers only cut certain type of haircuts. Yeah, yeah, no, I see what you so mean. So when I when I, I was kind of that kind of barber, only doing fades and tapers. You know what I mean? Number two or lower, all mm-hmm. over lineup. I didn't use the razor. I barely cut hair with the grain for waves and all of that at the time. So I was like very limited. My barber was like, you need to know how to cut anybody that walks in this shop. So you never have to say no to a haircut. So you'll never oh, say yeah. no so to money. You just got more versatile. He's like, you never say no to money and you can cut anybody's hair. You'll always be okay. Yeah. You can go anywhere and you can cut hair. You'll always be okay. That's pretty, that's so pretty true. You are I always, very versatile. I followed that. Even, even, even after, you know, you can cut anybody's hair. You learn, you know, I could do any, you know, I can cut any type of hair or whatever. You never say no to a haircut and watch what happens. Like if you're in a slump, you feel like you're not doing well in business, just sit there, set a time. I'm showing up at 8 a.m. and I'm not leaving till 8 p.m. And I'm not saying no to a haircut in between that time. If I got three of them stacked up and a guy comes in, I'm telling them I can do it at this time yeah. or whatever. Make it work. You know what I mean? Tell them you can come back tomorrow at another time. Just never say no. Always book that appointment. Mm. That'll do a lot for your business. That one step right there because I see it. People, people come cut hair, man, and they think, oh, I'm not doing well. Da, 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 da. Like, I'm not, I want to cut these type of people. I want to do this. I want to go straight to cutting celebrities oh, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I'm good at cutting hair. I want to do house calls and get paid this much money a haircut. They didn't realize like, all You kind of got to go through the, the, yeah. the, the, the you know. Still got to pay your dues. Yeah, you got to like, do it. Like, you know. Um, and you got to sit in there and do that, so man. You, 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 Builds at character. Point, you just, like, yo, I got to learn to get nice with the scissors and, and the straight razor. Exactly. And when, you know, like, you know, I don't know what year it was, but you know what I'm talking about. There was that, the, the trend kind of arose and yep. it's still around of the, the high-ends men barbershop came back. Yep. Hot towel and dudes yep. wanted the straight razor parts in the hair. Yep. And, and like, it was, you know, I, I kind of grew up going to barbershops that you probably did too, you know, kind of just your regular barbershop around the way. And and then you know when I moved to New York, Chop Shop was the first time I'd been in one of those. Yeah, and my it was my man B who used to come in here and in Boston. They did the best job ever. Yeah, but like that whole experience, the though, combination, yeah, how they fused well, it. Well, B knew how to cut the hair like from a barbershop, barbershop. So I was comfortable. But this it was bad. my first time in that environment, and I noticed like seeing I've never seen like barbers like uh, that look like these guys are at because that's not the kind of shop I was going. They to. They had branded merch, bro. They had yeah. new era hats with. Yeah. Like embroidery hits on parts of the hat that you've and, and never seen And then you're cutting from a $20 like, fade and shit fuck? to like much more, which is fine. I was getting a better service. I'm getting a straight razor on Bro. the cheeks and the fucking wet towel. Even the simple concept that they sold hats for, okay, you come get fresh haircut, yeah. come get a fresh haircut, buy this hat so when your haircut's not fresh, you wear this hat until you come back here. I mean, but that trend is like everywhere. I mean, it's in LA, there's a million of those and some of them are like really Man. bad, like versions of those kind of shops and stuff they but, did that early though oh, i don't yeah, know they, when they, frank's they shop, shop started what like at least i found them like, in like 2007 yeah I found it was like 2006 so was earlier than that. 2006 is when i moved to new york yeah. and that's when i started going there so it was at least 2006 i found them 2007 and was like going back and forth on the instagram i later found out that kevin was running the yeah. instagram and i had been talking oh, yeah. back, back and forth with him the whole time yeah <laughs> shout out to my man kev shout out kev and, what but up? i mean like that style of barbershop is like everywhere now and there's a lot of people. I feel like beat, I, I'm more, I know more barbers now that kind of in that realm where before I knew barbers, but they just ran or worked in shops that yeah. were traditional barbershops around the way type spots. And like your 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 shit's ill because you can do that men's fancy barbershop shit, but your style and like vibe is is different. It's not 
all like that. There's like, you know, Whoa. that trend of that barbershop? There's tons of them in LA. You go to Venice, there's like seven of them around. Yeah. Well, that's like, what happened, man. It's like everyone's dressed like a, a, like, you know, like it's a certain style in there that yeah. it's like almost I grew like up a costume. Hair in Michigan in yeah. a black barbershop. Yeah. In a mostly black community, you know, so like, and then whatever, it's mostly like my, my clients were mostly black and Mexican or mixed. And uh, then I left, when I left and came to California, that shop that I worked at, um, was like a greaser type shop yeah, that's, where you're doing that's like a, the, that's a good way of putting yeah, it. Like the pompadour yeah, haircuts boom. and comb overs and like styling it, using the blow dryer and setting sprays and pomades and shit, yeah. like and using the scissors. I came from the hood shop. Yeah, I use the scissors to do a, a finger tight on top at most. Yeah, so that's like very simple. You know what I mean? And we had a set of scissors <laughs> that we shared in the shop because we didn't use them that often. And then. Um, when I came out here, then I started using the shears more, the scissors. And then uh, I, I had a guy that worked next to me that was a cosmetologist. So he was good with the scissors, really mm -hmm. good. And then so he would show me stuff and like give me lessons when I wasn't like I didn't have any cuts. I would just watch him cut hair. So then I learned how to do that stuff. Then I started learning how to do the styling and using different mm -hmm. products and shit like that. So now you just created a monster. Yeah, yeah. I could do yeah, the hood haircut and, and I could do that haircut like, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I like grew it from there too because like you can do that shit, but that's not your vibe. And like yeah. I'll just keep it real funky. Like I'm a little tired of. I mean, I haven't been in one of those barbershops in forever anyway. Right. I mean, I liked going to Frank's because I knew a lot of the dudes there and they were super see, fucking you know, they cool. They do it right. It was different, they do but it I mean, right. I see so many of those kind of spawned off and like. I I'm, thank God I'm your friend, dude, and you cut grass. Because I would never go. I wouldn't go to one of those anyway. Right. I'd end up going to some hood spot anyway. Right. But I just like that you you have that talent, but that's not your aesthetic. I'm glad you don't I, want me to be putting product all in your hair and I making mean, sure I bring a hot towel no, with me. I, on I your do house like call. like towels are cool <laughs> after the beard, but I like know, the towel but you know, is fire. I'm, I'm I'm coming from just getting like clippers my whole life. That's shit, what everyone you know? misses. Now that I'm not in the little studio yeah. by myself or whatever, it's like funny. everyone's like, bro, I miss the I miss hot towel. But I don't totally. It's like I I mean I miss it, but it's all so fun because we get to kick it the yeah. crib it's a different vibe and yeah, yeah. you know like if i didn't know you if i was just going to get my hair cut from some stranger fine i'll be in the spot yeah. but like because we're cool it's it's a different um yeah it's a different rapport i think that's kind of ill because that's like what you're you're trying to when you're talking about getting this pool of barbers you right. know to to assemble this this squad that would be essentially licensed out everywhere you're pulling cats who have that kind of vibe provide that vibe so you're not just giving them the service of the haircut but you're, yeah. you're giving these clients the service of the service like this dude's cool yeah. he li he's got this vibe he listens he knows some cool shit uh, whatever it just makes everybody feel this more a community man this is what this cut. is this is a community like my barber, I call, like, any barber, anyone else that cuts hair for a living, and this is how you live, like, this is your lifestyle, you're a barber, you're my barber brother, yeah. like, we are barber one and brothers. the same. Dude, is that a real thing? Y'all barber bros. Bro. Do you guys have a secret handshake? Bro. Yes. Do you have a signal? We is need the, one. The pole? Uh, we're gonna flash do, the pole hey, tattoo? Hey, barber bros, we need a, we need a handshake. No, but, like, seriously, though, like, anywhere in the world, bro. Barbers can link up. You guys don't and have we like the just, scissors? You both don't do like scissors, scissors? It, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. What I have homies up in San Fran that I've never met. I've had people on Instagram that I've never met before that are just like, we're tight on Instagram, just like showing each other love and like See, talking to each other. See, there's positive things about social media. Don't everybody hate it all the time? There's some positive things. Talk about different clippers and different products and different techniques and stuff like that. Just real cool. Different things in business. How'd yeah. you do this? What do you charge for that? Blah, blah, blah. Sharing and resources. And so that, I want to build on Sharing that. Sharing resources, yeah. Yeah, I want to build on that, man. I had met just over Instagram. I found this barber in Toronto, um, my homie Neil. 
I was like, man, this kid's fire. And then I see the barber shop he's at. I'm like, how's every barber in this shop fire? I was like, this is crazy. This is like the top spot over in there? In Toronto, man, to me, that's the top shop. It's called The Fitting Room. Super fire barber shop in Toronto. I think it's on Dunn Street or something like that. But anyway, um, I went to Toronto for it's the great, first time. Great fucking city. I was there with Trevor Noah. He was shooting his Netflix special. Oh, and, shit. Uh, so I got to go hang out at the barber shop with the guys. And I was watching everybody cut hair right in front of me, dog. They were all fire. I told the owner of the shop, um, I was like, bro, I've never seen a shop where every single barber is fired. So the fitting room. Ronnie was about to move to Toronto. Dog, I was like, hey, hey, I could, I could do this. I could do this. I'll move out here, man. You got a chair open. It's it's brittle br br brisk. No, but seriously, February, though, so but like that's fire. I mean, I, I, we create me and the dude Neil create a relationship on Instagram, and then he's I seen a T-shirt they're wearing for their barbershop. I was like, oh, sick T-shirt. He's like, oh, what's your address? Sent me one. So then whatever. That's how we create the relationship. And then I go visit them, whatever. Take me out. We go eat, mm. whatever, hang out. So like just building on stuff like that, man, in our community and just exchanging information. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just building on everything that we're doing here, there, keeping up with different products, trends, things going on in our, in our community. You know, we're, it's built around art. It is a piece of art. And like we're all mm. into everything art you know what i mean and all five of the senses you know what i mean like that's what the uh, the brand i'm working on that's what that's building on is just making art that is there a name for that brand yet, or is that just there so is a name for that brand it's a quiet secret i gotta get my paperwork super together. secret barber stuff no doubt no doubt paperwork's ah, important i gotta get my nah, paperwork I together <laughs> i want to drop the name so bad <laughs> no, 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 I, feel I mean, I mean I, there's, there's, there's some like copywriting like some things are instantly trademarked like if you made music and you put it on a cd that is yeah. actually a trademark or a copyright before you even filed it, but yeah. with so an if I idea. About it right now, then it's. I don't know though. That's why I, I. I'm only a lawyer on the weekends. When uh, my first little brand, I had a clothing brand with my homie Shane Armstrong, my homie that Shout introduced out Shane me Armstrong. to. You know, dude, they introduced me to Tyler Shane and everybody. Ar Shane Armstrong sounds like a BMX like superstar, dude. Like He's a motocross, super, super sick skateboarder. Actually, well, boom, there you go, super dude. Super sick skateboarder. Does he skate? Shit, I should have him on. We should nerd out on skate Definitely. shit. Definitely. Or just He's talk a, skate bro, shit with him. A skateboarder, robotics engineer, and a fucking tailor. Oh, All at one time. What a combination. Wow. That's not real. That's cool. I like this kid. <laughs> and, bro, you'll love him. You guys go back and forth about music for days. But, uh, so, Shane yeah, introduced me to them guys and all of that shit, whatever. Um... I forgot where I was even going with this. Shane, skateboarder, <laughs> cool. I'd love him. Taylor, robotics engineer. <laughs> I don't even know what a robotics engineer is. He makes Terminators. Oh, uh, robotics engineer. He, uh, makes he works at SpaceX now, so basically. Makes Terminators. <laughs> he makes Terminators. <laughs> That's sick. Uh, Damn, dude. I forgot where I was fucking going. When's the last time you got a haircut as a barber? Because this is the Eight longest I've ever seen your thing. hair. Yeah, it's been my mustache, everything. I've been doing nothing, bro. It's, yeah, look, it's cool. Nothing. Do you cut your girl's hair? No, I've she, cut her hair a couple times. But she ago. has like a salon lady she, person. She has, uh, yeah, she had people, but yeah, she's looking for a new one. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. I just didn't know if, like, you know, your shit's like looking pretty, pretty groovy, dude. Well, that's she's the one that does all the. She buys all the products. She has curly hair too, so she. Buys Are you all the in a movie right now? I know you cut a lot of sets. Are you actually that's doing hilarious. a role? Because you got the look going in. I know you can't talk about it, NDAs and all that. Who knows? Who knows? Who might see me in another. That's what cameo. I'm saying, dude. Well, you cut all the time on sets. I mean, what time when some guy like the, you know, like the casting director's all stressed, he's like, oh, God, we need a new person. To... Who's that? Well, get him on set, too. Like they just drag you from the cutting, right, dude? And then, boom, you're famous again. Like, that happened. Uh, <laughs> Big Sean's body language, I think, video. 
They're like, we need someone to sit with these five strippers in That's this hilarious. fucking hot tub. You, you, get the kid cutting hair over here now. The director. Funny. There was a, there was a stripper in the scene. See, what did I tell you, bro? <laughs> what did I tell you? Ah, that's funny. Uh, I know, I know a thing or two, man. <laughs> right. But it was only in an artistic wow. setting. If you're listening, Mrs. McCoy, it's not. It was just a video. Oh yeah, no. So does Remy? Does you, you have Ronnie as a son? Um, his name is Remy. I just introduced your kid for you. My little uh, dog. Does he? Um, does he ever try to grab the shears, the clippers? Do you let him hold the Andes? Feel that weight? He said he wants to be an artist, a scientist, and a barber. That's kind of like your boy Shane Armstrong. That's like a nice little trifecta. You know, artist. Like, but I was like, a barber can be all three of those at once. Yeah, yeah. Because if you dye hair, science. It's true. Yeah, it's true. My it's girls, you got to get a, my, you gotta get the a certification or a degree for that. She has all these dangerous art. chemicals in this house. Right. Art. Throw some designs in there, some patterns. Make draw a picture in there. He hair. could do some stars. Sculpt in it, you know, into a shape. You're sculpting hair. And what was the shape. other one he wanted to do? Barber, artist, uh, and a scientist. Nice. He's got a beaker and a lab coat, just cutting the hair. <laughs> that could be his whole theme: the science lab barber shop, where everyone's dressed like a scientist and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just throwing ideas out <laughs> there. I'm just a writer. I don't. I'm not the idea guy. Yeah, he's 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 gonna do a lot. He's super sweet, and he also wants to be a soccer superstar. Oh well, he's this is perfect, dude. And he's yeah, got the athletics. He's going crazy. You know, Did he, he watch the barber. World Cup? Yeah. Well, he he's not super into watching it yet. But he just likes to play. We I like him. It. He's a purist. We don't watch it, and we watched it for him. You know, we got super. He's into like, Dad, it. turn this shit off, man. I'm gonna go play he soccer. He was not paying attention. He was he's, definitely he... being very rude and ignoring. Me. Oh I man. Like, All right. I, mean, I was like, don't talk to me no more. Oh man. He bro. wasn't trying to watch the show. He's man. like, I'm trying like, to. I'm trying to live this, Dad. He's like, I live this on the field every day, pops. No, he literally said, I already know how to do that, Daddy. He's like, you could watch it like a loser, Dad. I'm gonna go play soccer. Right. That's so ill, man. What's the worst haircut you ever gave? He said, I already know how to play soccer. Did <laughs> yeah. you ever given a bad haircut? Not like bad on your behalf, but like you. Apparently. Like, there was the, a guy that came in looking like. Uh, <laughs> he said, apparently. <laughs> apparently, it was a bad haircut to him. I thought it looked great. But there was a guy came in and he, I don't know how to even explain it. He looked like the dude from uh, Back to the Future. With the old white guy, white, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, white hair, like in a fro, like in a You've circle. Christopher Lloyd's hair. And then he uh, he said he just wanted an inch all over off. And I started trimming. I did an inch all over, but I was like, it was like hanging over his ears and stuff. So I was like, did a little cleaner around the yeah, edge. Yeah, they just don't clean it up. And he said, man, I asked for one inch off and you butchered my haircut. Da -da, this is terrible. I'm never, tell your, tell your shop owner, Jesus. he lost a client today. I'm never coming back. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. You don't have to pay for this haircut. Blah, blah, blah. I thought it looked great. I'm sorry. Didn't That wasn't what you asked for. Yeah. I apologize. He might have been a miserable man. Maybe his wife left him the day before. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't even have to pay for it. He was like, no, I'm still going to pay for the haircut. <laughs> what an asshole. Take your money back, you old geezer. He's like, he's crazy. Have you ever given, has anybody ever asked for a haircut that you're like, yo, this is going to look so bad on this dude. And you, maybe like you try to suggest something else. They're like, no, yeah. I want like, yeah. if I ask you for a haircut, yes. I really shouldn't have. I got no business rocking. Man, that's my duty is to figure out how and, to make. And someone is like, "I don't good. pay you to give me advice. Cut yeah. the hair." Yes, exactly. That's probably not what the client sounds like. I mean, I'll do. You know, that's how you like it. That's how you like. I make it look as good as I can to what you like. You know what I mean? That happens sometimes. It's not my favorite clients. So, I like the ones that are like, Ronnie, I like how you do what you do. I like my hair this short on the sides and this long on top. Do what you do in between. Mm, so if I ask for like a half moon part today, what are you going to say? <laughs> I'm going to say no.